everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And, and we're, we're two, two dudes, dudes talking, talking Disney. Disney. Out of sync. Over Skype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're a little out of sync tonight because Dave and I are doing a show via Skype. He yes. is at a top secret location. That's right. It's like the president and the vice president. We can't be in the same location together at the same time. That's right. We've decided it's it's better for the show if we are separate. Yes. Uh, but uh, not what's for up, How was your cruise? The cruise was excellent. Uh, very short three-night Bahamian cruise with uh, just a stop at Castaway Key. Uh, three nights are a tease. Yeah. You know, four nights or longer is is the ideal length. But three nights, it's like you just get settled and it's time to go home. What I was really wondering is, uh, for those of you who don't know, Tony was kind of Disney-bounding for most of the cruise. Uh, he decided to be like Donald and not wear pants. Yes. which which How did that, how did that work out? Um, I'm no longer allowed on the Disney Cruise Line. <laughs> I didn't think so, but, you know, you can't stop you from completing your dreams, Tony. Exactly. Exactly. No, it was a it was a good time. And, uh, of course, I booked cruise number uh, 14, 13 while I was on, on board. So we, we will be going back. Now, are the are the girls caught up to you in the club level? Uh, no, the girls, that was number 10. Okay. Actually, that was, no, that was number 12 for me. So I'm at 12. Cheryl's at 11. The girls are at 10. Okay. But the girls so, will officially be platinum status by the time we go back. Okay, because I know that, that was a little bone of contention at the Venoso family uh, residence there. Yeah, well, now I guess now Isabel and Lily, if they want to go on a cruise, Isabel's an adult, and they could go together by themselves. Wow. Thanks for yeah. making me feel old, Tony. I know, right? It's not uh, so long ago you weren't an adult. That's right. Uh, it's not so long ago we were in the gym at City Hall. That's true. So uh, we're, we're two and a half minutes into the show. People have already probably lost interest. No, they're wondering where this is going. Yes. We've, talked, we've uh, already talked about you with no pants. I mean, where can we go from here? Only up. <laughs> we can only go up. So uh, what Dave and I are doing, so our last show was our Star Wars show. Before that, it was our 2020 movie preview. Um, and, and we're going to take a look that now at, at what's, you know, we did the movie preview, but what's coming to Walt Disney World? What is in store for the parks, for the the resorts, Disney Springs? Because there's a lot of activity going on there. Yeah, I mean, we're we're building up to the 50th anniversary. That's right. Which is yeah. when? Next year. Next year, 2021, yeah. October. Yeah. You just cut out for a second. I said October 1st, 2021. There you go. Um, I love Skype, I and uh, Dave, Dave, and I thought it would be a good opportunity just to catch everybody up. Um, was it 2018 when they put out the 50 for 50, which were 50 projects yes. uh, that they were going to undertake for the, uh, prior to the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney world. So some of those, uh, the only thing I know that's been canceled was the, uh, theater they were going to put on main street. Uh, but everything else seems to be moving forward. Right. Uh, the, so you, the, the rumor was that the theater was being put on hold for, uh, to free up money for a monorail, uh, expand or upgrade and to date we have no solid proof that there's a monorail upgrade coming uh there are there are rumors uh the, the company that makes the monorail is showing a huge you know multi-million dollar placeholder project uh, for an unnamed client right but, uh, you know it's still kind of one of the biggest rumors about the the 50th anniversary well we can definitely confirm that the monorail order is not for the two dudes monorail in derby no. Nope. No, no. Derby to Seymour. Right. So uh, you want to start us off and, and talk about uh, what's going on in the Magic Kingdom? 
Sure. So uh, as everyone knows, Tomorrowland's getting an enhancement with a new. Uh, well, I shouldn't say the new, uh, right? It's it's already built overseas, and we're getting our own version of the Tron Light Cycle roller coaster. Uh, it's going to be opening 2021 in time for the 50th anniversary. And uh, for those of you unfamiliar with it, it's actually outside of the berm, outside of the park. And the uh, the you're going to have to uh, basically cross the train tracks. Whether you're going under them or over them, we don't know yet. Right. And, the, the railroad is actually closed until at least the fall, I believe, is the the earliest they're talking about opening it. Uh, there's actually um, some scuttlebutt that they're going to reopen the railroad. But like they did years ago, if you remember, there was a lengthy refurbishment in the Tomorrowland area. And it ran just from Main Street to uh, Frontierland and then in the back to Toontown. So did, then, it run, did it run backwards? Yeah, it ran forward and backwards between it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there, that is something that... that uh, they're saying that according to the official Walt Disney World schedule, it shows the Frontierland and the, the Main Street stations uh, open and the, the uh, I, I keep calling it Mickey's Toontown, but the Storybook Circus land uh, as a temporary closure. So, the, the mm-hmm. you know, the rumor is it's going to kind of run a half track forward and backwards. Right. Now, we were just down there last weekend. Uh, actually, last Monday on Martin Luther King Day, and the train is right now a static display in the Main Street station. Yes. Uh, and then Disney announced, uh, I believe, middle of this week, uh, that they were contemplating moving the train to the Fantasyland slash Storybook Circus uh, stop. So I don't know if that's going to, uh, you know, move there and then become a permanent, you know, static type of display there. Um, it was nice because it let people go up to the Main Street Station and get a picture opportunity. Correct. But that, that's really all it was. And now, the, what are your thoughts on the Trans Light Cycle Coaster, Tone? So, you know, I've, I've before I knew it was coming to the States, um, I watched the uh, first-person perspective videos from China, from Shanghai, because that's where this is uh, in existence right now. And it looks like it's an amazing ride. Uh, it's motorcycle based. It's based on, if you've seen Tron, the light cycles. Uh, so you sit on a, uh, essentially what's a motorcycle. And, uh, you know, we've, we've both sat in the ride vehicles because they do have the mountain Tomorrowland. Correct. And, you were uh, breaking news on that one. That might be right. the only Disney story we've ever been first to break. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the rides, the, the vehicles aren't that uncomfortable. They're, they're kind of a little unwieldy though, the way you, you know, once you sit down and you put weight on the seat and pull the handles, the back slams down on you. And I felt pretty secured in there. Now, would you would you say it's like a more secure ride vehicle, but like Avatar, where you sit, you know, almost motorcycle style? And then the I, I think having that back pad on you uh, is just a little more to hold you in. I would assume somehow there's got to be a strap or something. I don't I can't see just that duct tape. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, holding you in. Um, but, you know, the ride looks interesting. It's an indoor slash outdoor ride. The outdoor component actually has a cover, a very futuristic cover over it. Um, it's going to be interesting how they wedge it in there between the Tomorrowland Speedway and Space Mountain. Because you're right, you know, the path to it is either going to have to go over or under, more than likely over uh, the train tracks. Right. So, so I, be... I see the, uh, you know, the old power plant, which was the arcade for a, a, a period of time. Mm-hmm. I, I see that coming into play. Oh, do you? 
Yeah, I, I kind of think that, that that might be the the entrance to it. Mm-hmm. A hunch, just based on it's really the only thing there that's expendable, if you will. Uh, you know, they've already they've already rerouted the the cars. Right. That would be phase one if you want to phase it. Uh, you know, if you remember last year, the cars were closed for a significant period of time as they rerouted the track, and obviously they can't move Space Mountain. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> The only thing in between those things is that what is the old, you know, if you look at the building, it says the Tomorrowland power plant, and it was where they put the arcade when they moved the Penny Arcade out of Main Street. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what would be interesting is if they, you know, what what has to do with Tron, and that's an arcade. Correct. It would be interesting if they took the, you know, the old arcade area and made it into uh, Flynn's Arcade and kind of made that the entryway. Right. That would be an interesting return back to the arcade days for, for that area. Back to your youth and hanging out at arcades. That's right. Lining up my quarters on the machine. Uh, so are, are you excited for this? I am, obviously. You know, now, are, are, will you go on it? I will. Okay. I actually went on Space Mountain last week when we wow. were there, which I never do. I got um, to here. It's like you're growing up. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's as you get older... Um, it, Space Mountain becomes very jostling and Cheryl, who is nine years younger than me said, after we got off, she said, I don't remember it being that rough. She said, you know, I've probably only got another three or four years before I, I have to stop riding this ride. Uh, and, and then I was amazed. Do you know what the top speed of Space Mountain is? I would say 26 miles an hour, 28 miles an hour. Oh, close. That was a real good guest. It was, it was, it seems like you're going 120 though. Yeah. So. Uh, that that's really all that's coming to the Magic yeah. Kingdom, you know. Really, kind of like done. You know, they, they were the it was the first kind of park to get uh, a little bit of a facelift, where they had the expansion with the, uh, you know, they call it the New Fantasyland. Uh, you know, I, I think that should have been the precursor to the fact that we were just going to be let down by Disney with project after project. Right. But, uh, you know, and yeah, it has been kind of quiet. I mean, this is going to be a, a, a very large upgrade again. It's outside the berm. Uh, of the park, which is something that Disney's been doing, you know, pretty frequently with its attractions and with its new areas. I mean, even if you go back to the Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland, that's really mm-hmm. not in Disneyland. You're you're walking out of the park to get to it. So, right. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm really looking forward to this one. Good, good. All right. And then uh, talking about a, a park that's not really getting any love right now, uh, Animal Kingdom, there is nothing scheduled uh, to go in new over for for the 50th anniversary, uh, the last real big upgrade there was uh, Pandora World yep. of Avatar. Uh, you know, I I, I still think that uh, Flights of Passage, uh, until I ride Rise of the Resistance, I still think that Flights of Passage is the best ride there right now. Right. Uh, uh, but that will change as soon as I get on Rise. <laughs> um, uh, you know, the the only new things there. Um, the new version of Rivers of Light debuted last fall, uh, and what? It, not a fan. No, and, nope. and what did they do? They took away the human element. Yeah, and and now it's just these motorized boats out there with no people on it. Right. Um, and, and then the Otter Grotto. You know, okay, otters. Who doesn't enjoy otters? Everywhere, in right? Florida. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, Kevin, which I'm looking forward to seeing Kevin from Up. Yes. Uh, the bird. Um, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, and uh, I look forward to seeing that. But that's that's all that's been new there. 
Right. Uh, yeah. The Animal Kingdom's kind of stagnant right now. Uh, you know, there again, if you go with the Disney rumor mill, uh, we know that right now, uh, Primeval World has been put onto a one of the seasonal attractions. And I, I don't know. I, I like Primeval World. I understand that it's a, a very maintenance intense ride. I do like the, the, as they call it, the no pun intended being a Disney joke, but the mouse roller coaster style uh, type event. So I, I don't know. I, I think they've got to, for the 50th, they've got to squeeze something into Animal Kingdom. Right. I, I don't know that they will, though. Uh, you know, that, that whole Dino-Rama area is just kind of tired. Uh, the primeval world, if, if that, you know, it's kind of the kiss of death when a ride goes to seasonal status. It's like, you know, yeah. You know, although um, Carousel of Progress has been seasonal now for, what, probably 10 years? Yeah, but there's a difference between, you know, Carousel of Progress and primeval world. There is. There's a big difference. Yeah, there's a big difference. But, uh, yeah, I, I there's really, like I said, there's nothing on the, on the horizon for Animal Kingdom. Uh, the, the big addition of, of Avatar Land is is pretty much it. You know, they reopened Rafiki's Planet Watch. Uh, and that was a rumor that there was going to be a Zootopia overlay. Um, never came true. So, yeah, Animal Kingdom's kind of just there. Yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to see. They're, they're putting in a Zootopia section in, is it Hong Kong or Shanghai? It's, I think it's Hong Kong. Right. That's getting a Zootopia section. So if that performs well, maybe we'll see that come to the States. And Animal Kingdom would be a nice place to put it. But but time will tell with that. It definitely won't be for the 50th anniversary. All right. And uh, should we take a short tram ride over to Hollywood? Sure. All right. Disney's Hollywood Studios, or as we call it, MGM still. Right. Uh, so Hollywood Studios, obviously the, the big bear in the room, if you will, right now with the final edition of Rise of the Resistance. This means that Galaxy's Edge is now open and full throttle. Uh, a couple days ago, Disney announced that they're going to be finally doing fast passes for Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Uh, Rise of the Resistance is still on the boarding pass system, which failed you miserably. Yes, um, yes it did. Now, in our notes for this week, it says that Ri or, uh, Rise of the Resistance is the best new thing added to Walt Disney World in the last 25 years. Is that your opinion, or did you find that somewhere? Uh, that would be from the author who uh, I cobbled some of this from. <laughs> okay. So that is that is one man's opinion. Okay, you know. Do you again, think it? Do you think it's the best attraction in, added in the last twenty five years? Uh, I do, but I have Star Wars blinders on. That is so true. That you know, uh, I I do. I still think it's better than Flight of Passage. Okay, and like I said, I will eventually get to realize that at some point. Uh, but the, I don't know, like twenty five years. Like, where does that put us? It puts us well before. Hollywood Studios. Um, well, Animal Kingdom would be just have been opened. Animal Kingdom opened in '98. Right. Okay. So Animal 25 years ago we or had '99. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think when the Tower of Terror opened. You know, so it it if you want to say the last 25 years, you're yeah, I'll give it to you. You know, I mean, Tower of Terror, uh, Expedition Everest, um, Flights of Passage. Navi River Journey, right? <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 big. If if you know if you think it's the best ride in twenty five years, yeah. Um, so, like we but, said, the Star Wars, you know, Galaxy's Edge is now up and running, right? Uh, you know, and and we'll see where it goes if they make any changes, anything like that. 
Now, now, what do you think of the Millennium Falcon uh, smugglers run moving to Fast Pass? Oh, it's about time. Yeah. You yeah. see, the, the thing that I like, so I was there last week trying to ride Rise of the Resistance. Um, they queue everyone into two sides. When you go into the park, they let you in about a half hour before it opens. To You go to the right to go to Toy Story Land. You go to the left to go into the waiting area to go into Galaxy's Edge. And then the minute Galaxy's Edge opens up, they were funneling everybody directly onto Millennium Falcon, okay. and they w- they wouldn't let you go in any stores. Um, it was ca- it was the the wall to the land on the right, and the cast members were all lined up shoulder to shoulder on the left hand side, kind of forcing everybody into the Millennium Falcon queue, which okay. was great because I got on the Millennium Falcon in 15 minutes. I was done, um, but that will change because come February 19th. From park opening to park closing, that's going to be a fast pass option. So, you know, all those people first thing in the morning, where are they going to go? Are they just going to open Galaxy's Edge and they're going to let you wander free range? Um, I, I don't know what the plan will be. Right. Well, so, we'll find out in a week and in two weeks. Right. Know? Don't you have a fast pass for day one? I do. I have a fast pass for day one, just just to have one. Uh, I'll cancel it. Okay, all the Disney people out there, relax. I'll cancel it. You know. But um, no, you need to take a screenshot of it to prove that you had a fast pass for it. day one. I had a fast pass for day one, but there is some some still uh, the the reinvention of Hollywood Studios is not done. There's still a few uh, offerings coming soon, and um, you know the first one is one of the, the the criticisms of Toy Story Land was that there was no sit down. Um, everyone was pretty sure that Pizza Planet was going to move from over in the Muppet Courtyard to Toy Story Land, but that never happened. But we now know that uh, Woody's new, excuse me, it's the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Table Service Restaurant uh, is coming, and it's going to open in late 2020 or early 2021. It's no official date yet. And lately with restaurants, I, I don't know, Tom, I feel like their construction projects are taking forever all of a sudden. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they were putting manpower on Rise of the Resistance. Coming up to Toy Story Land, when Toy Story Land first opened, we were expecting a table service. That didn't come in the initial opening, I think due to guest uh, feedback. We now have Roundup Rodeo Barbecue, table service restaurant, coming to Toy Story Land. And uh, expected to open sometime late this year or early next year. No official date has been announced. Uh, I feel like lately their construction projects are taking forever, especially the little ones that they should just bang out, like the Space Restaurant Epcot. Is still not open. It was supposed to be beginning of December. And right. now the rumor is we're talking the end of March. And I think even that's been pushed back a bit. Yeah. Um, so. Disney, it seems like for the longest time, no official date, no official date, no official date. Here's our date. Oops, we're not going to make that date. So well. I don't know if it's, you know, poor project management or if they're just allocating people. They've got so much construction going on that they're moving, you know, construction teams around. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so are you excited for this roundup barbecue? I don't know. It's, it's not a character meal, correct? It's supposed to be right. just a, just toy story themed. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm a little bit of a barbecue snob, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially in the Orlando area, you got four rivers. There's some great barbecue restaurants around there. And, and I just don't know how I feel about, you know, barbecue in a uh, Barbecue or institutional barbecue? Yeah, you know, barbecue is an art form. Uh, You know, and and I just don't know if Disney could do 
barbecue. Well, you know what? We'll be able to talk about barbecue again when we get over to Epcot. So let's uh, right. let's table that for now. All right, tabling the barbecue. No pun intended. Exactly. What's next Talk on the horizon? Well, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to this. Uh, March 4th, which is once again a date that has moved a couple of times. Uh, they are opening Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in the Chinese Theater, which will be replacing the Great Movie Ride. Uh, so this ride we'll is in. Stop here and talk about what a horrible idea that is, or are we going to just keep going? You're not a fan of getting rid of the Great Movie Ride? Not at all. I I I think this should have been an addition to the park. Uh, okay. You know the I I feel like they've gutted Hollywood Studios to the point where it, you wouldn't recognize it again. You know, it's 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 not what it was and what it was intended to be. And I think the, the final nail in the coffin was the removal of the great movie, right? So would you be fine if they took the name Studios off of the park name? Yes. I mean, because, you know, really, let's look at this uh, truthfully. When this park opened, it was a functioning studio. Correct. Uh, they had the animation studio. They had the back lot, which was an actual working back lot. Uh, they were doing production there, and over time, I mean, they were doing Radio Disney yep. uh, from the center of, of the park, and then eventually uh, that all went away. They closed up the animation shop. Uh, I mean, Launch Bay is the old animation courtyard. Right. One uh, of the best rides ever, Robin Williams, Walter Cronkite. Right. Uh, and and now there's there's nothing there. I mean, you used to have the Drew Carey sounds. Uh, sounds yeah. yeah. Sounds That's eight, gone. Right. Sound, yep. Um, the monster wasn't there the monster uh, sound show too. Was there? I thought there was a monster sound show. The sounds dangerously. You had Indiana Jones. You know, even the even Hollywood Studios. Remember, we used to have the parades, mm -hmm. uh, movie themed parades. You know, the the back lot, the back lot tour. Right. Uh, you know, the the studio is gutted and gone, and they they probably should just drop it from the name. All right. So, what's your new name for it? I I don't know. Disney's I don't know park. We really didn't know what to do with it. We really weren't sure. So we threw some Star Wars in there, called it a day. Right. Um, well, in any event, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is opening on March 4th. Um, this ride is based on the popular animated uh, Mickey Mouse shorts. Um, it's the new Mickey for the 2000s, which is supposed to be a retro version of Mickey, but I'm we not a big fan of it. Here, like we did with the great movie ride and talk about this version of Mickey. Because <laughs> I, I know that gets you fired up. It does. It does. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, time will tell. Will it replace the great movie ride or will it just be, a, you know, a flash in the pan? Well, we'll, we'll see, see about that. But speaking of Mickey, if yes. you do it, if you do enjoy the current Mickey, um, they are going to debut the Mickey Shorts Theater, uh, which will be playing original an original short film in the style of Mickey Mouse. Um, there will also be photo ops, and it will be in the old ABC Sound Studio, which is where Path of the Jedi and Sounds Dangerous uh, have both resided over the years. So, you know, finally, some expansion coming to Hollywood Studios. For a while, a lot of those buildings have kind of sat empty. Yeah, they so, use them for temporary show type buildings. Right, right. Um, so it's nice to see some permanence coming back there. Um I don't know. I, I think for a while, Star Wars is going to be carrying this park on its shoulders. So. Okay. All right. Awkward silence. Awkward silence. We killed Hollywood Studios. We did. Or Hollywood. 
And then if you want to talk about uh, a complete reimagining, we get to the fourth and final theme park, which is Epcot. Right, which I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think I saw this one coming. No. No, I, I, I really thought that Epcot was going to stay kind of, I don't want to say stagnant, but I didn't see him doing this big of an overhaul of Epcot. Right. Yeah, you know, Epcot, when it first debuted, was supposed to be uh, considered like a permanent World's Fair. Uh, there were going to be no characters in the park. Um, and then slowly but surely, uh, from the character caravan to, uh, you know, putting characters in the rides, um, suddenly it, it seems like every country has a character associated with it now. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's going around checking the box. Right, and and they've moved a lot of intellectual properties over there, uh, so much so that, I mean, we're even getting intergalactic characters coming yes. into the park now. Um, but we'll start out at the front, and, okay. and I guess we'll move our way back. And the entire entrance experience is being redone. So the old Leave a Legacy tiles uh, have been removed. They are opening up uh, the front of the park, and it's going to be a large green space, very much like it was when Epcot debuted back in the late 80s. And uh, that's good. I I think the Leave a Legacy tiles were uh, an eyesore. You probably had a tile, didn't you? I did have a tile. Katie and I have a – we did have a tile. Uh Uh-huh. So you miss it fondly. Yes, yes. I but do. they've I, they've only, they've been moved. They're still yeah, around. It doesn't bother. I mean, I, it doesn't bother me. They got rid of them. I like the original Epcot. You know, I, I don't know. I have like a nostalgic remembrance of Epcot, where especially like you know the 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 golf ball is back to the original lighting. Uh, you know, Epcot when we were kids, you know, being children of the '80s, Epcot was new. It was the new thing. It was you know. When you went there, you couldn't wait to go to Epcot. And I always wonder, when we were kids, what did we do there? But, you know, it, it was just the, the different park, and you couldn't wait to go to it because of that. Right. Uh, I, I liked, you know, the, I remember the, the old fountain, uh, the old entryway. I remember it being wide open and, and again, you, you know, with the, the spaceship Earth kind of towering over you. Uh, you know, I, I, the only thing I'm shocked about the whole Epcot reimagining is that it's not going to be done in time for the 50th anniversary. Right. Which it kind of, to me, was like, okay. you know, uh, And there is. There's already a massive amount of construction. You know, uh, Club Cool, the uh, character meet and greets, the uh, Starbucks is all gone. I mean, the buildings are, are gone at this point, too. Yeah. Almost. yeah. You know, Mouse Gears is under a major renovation. The, 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 even just the walking paths are being... Uh, ripped up and redone and rerouted around right. the. I mean, the, the fountain's gone. Right. The fountain in the back uh, is being removed. Uh, essentially, if if you went to Hollywood Studios uh, at any point when it was undergoing its refurbishment, not Hollywood Studios, uh, downtown Disney, when they were transforming it into Disney Springs, there were a couple years there when you just felt boxed in because it was yeah. all construction walls. It was like, you know, it felt like herded cattle. Right, and that's kind of where things are going in the uh, front part of Epcot. Um, it's just construction walls everywhere. Uh, you know, once you get past Spaceship Earth, like Dave said, you know, they've ripped up uh, all the buildings. Uh, Mouse Gears is undergoing refurbishment. Um, Electric Umbrella is going to be undergoing refurbishment. Interventions East and West uh, are being uh, removed. And, um, and it was The Interventions pavilions were great in concept. Mm-hmm. 
they were they were you know as everyone knows they were to to showcase new technology. Right. The problem being is the technology is move, moved faster than they could make attractions for it. And, and I don't think that was the case when Epcot opened. Correct. You know, te- once once computer technology started taking off, um, it is just the speed with which technology has advanced has increased exponentially. And it was a little slower in the 80s. But once you hit like the mid to late 90s, you know, things just started progressing at a, at a rate faster than they could keep the up. Invention pavilions became empty. Right. There wasn't really much going on in them like they like there used to be. And the stuff that was there wasn't really as like jaw dropping technology. You know, it's funny because I can remember when they had like, for lack of a better way, putting it, the smart house in there. Mm-hmm. And you had almost like an Alexa that you could talk to and it would turn lights on. And everyone was like floored by that. Right. You know, like the technology that was coming, in, you know, in the future. And again, but within a few years, that was outdated. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the same problem you have with Tomorrowland. Right. You know, Tomorrowland can only be tomorrow for so long until it's today. Right. You know. Um, and, and, and then your fear is it becomes yesterday land. Right. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, th- th- they're also going to be doing – what are they doing? They're adding uh, – so they're creating – Three distinct areas in of, of the park there. Right. Three um, neighborhoods, as they're saying. Yes. And along with that, we're getting a Moana walkthrough maze attraction, the Journey yes. of Water. Uh, that is going to be between um, what used to be Interventions and where the land and uh, the Sea with Nemo and Friends. Okay. So it's kind of going to be in that I'm area. It's going to be heavily like laminar flow. Like what you see in front of Figment, you know, the fountains in front of Figment that we used to see. Right. Right. Um, but it's not a ride. People are like, oh, right. want a ride. No, it's just a walkthrough. Right. Maybe if they're smart, they put some type of character meet and greet where you can meet Moana there at the end. Or Maui. Or Maui. I, I, I don't know what they'll do there. Um, and then on the other side, uh, they are bringing Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Galactic Rewind, which is going to be the, I believe, the world's longest indoor coaster. Yep. Uh, is coming to the park. Um, that is not scheduled to open until 20, at least 2021, if not 2022. Yeah. Uh, so that will be a while before it opens. Um, it's a hybrid coaster, so it's um, kind of like the way I guess Snow, War- Snow White and the Seven Dwarves Mine Train uh, is a coaster, and then it goes to Dark Ride for a couple seconds, and then it goes to Coaster. Um Galaxy of the Guardians is going to kind of do the same thing because I know the cars rotate uh, like kind of like it does in Spaceship Earth. Um, so we'll we'll see what that brings. I'm very excited for that. Um, we're also going to get uh, the Play Pavilion, which yes. is replacing the Wonders of Life. Uh, that will be open in time for the 50th anniversary, uh, but we're not sure what the exact date of that is. Or is uh, anyone really sure what it's going to be? <laughs> right. <laughs> Except we've seen what characters from uh, Zootopia in there, the emoji, and, yeah, the emoji game, the or the Disney emojis. Okay, that's uh, that's all foreign to me, but uh, sure. Yeah, uh, it won't match the wonders of life, but uh, you know, it'll it'll be better than the nothing that's in there right now. Correct. Um, uh, I think one of the one of the more anticipated attractions coming to Epcot soon is going to be Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Uh, which is going to be a, 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 one of like the trackless dark rides. 
coming in for, uh, the France Pavilion. French, can you say French Pavilion or France? It's the, it's the France Pavilion. Okay. Uh, te- you know, again, they're saying it's going to open in summer 2020. Now, what does that mean? Could be May, could be October. No right. Yeah, uh, but that, that ride already exists over in uh, Disneyland Paris in their uh, Hollywood studios. And it's, it's supposed to be very popular. It looks like it's going to be a fun family dark ride. I'm a big fan of the movie, so mm-hmm. I, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. That's probably, you know, one of my more anticipated upcoming projects is that. Okay. All right. And, of course, you know, I like food. Uh, and speaking of Ratatouille, who, who is a chef, uh, the little chef, I believe they call him, uh, there's going to be some new restaurants coming in France. There's going to be a uh, Le Creperie, where they make crepes. Uh, and it will have both table service and quick service options. So that will be a fourth restaurant for uh, for Paris or for France. Well, the French um, are known for their cuisine. They are. They're not known for fighting wars, but they're known for their food. Right. Yes. Um, they also just recently opened the um, uh, Sing Along with Bell, uh, which is sh- which is sharing time with the f- the film in the uh, cinema. Uh, in the France Pavilion. So that is new. Um, what else is coming back to the World Showcase? Uh, uh, op- opening soon, back to the barbecue topic. Uh, Regal Eagle Smokehouse, craft drinks and barbecue, opening in the American Pavilion in spring of 2020. Probably the biggest out of the left field moment in Disney is that they announced that this restaurant will be hosted by Sam Eagle of the Muppets. Uh, I, I don't really think anyone saw that coming. No, no. Um, I think it's great. I, I thought when I saw the name Regal Eagle, I was like, why isn't Sam Eagle involved in this? And then for them to turn around a couple weeks later and get him involved, uh, you know, maybe they were listening to one of my shows. Maybe they were. Maybe. Um, but I think it's a great opportunity to draw the Muppets in because they, the Muppets have kind of been getting the shaft recently. Um, so Sam is going to be the face of the smokehouse. Um, and the restaurant is going to feature a variety of barbecue styles from across the country. And, you know, here you go once again, you talking as the uh, barbecue snob. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how this plays out. Like, is any one barbecue style going to be any more popular than the others? And will the will the menu change? You know, it's kind of like people saying, uh, New Haven pizza versus New York style pizza versus Chicago style pizza. You know, everyone's got their favorite pizza style. Everyone's got their favorite barbecue. Yeah. And again, barbecue for the masses. I just, I don't know how they're going to pull it off. I just think it's going to be yucky. Right. Like, is there going to be a giant smokehouse? Right. Somewhere? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, I miss. I'm gonna miss the Liberty Inn. Uh, I enjoyed just the little I American agree. style quick service there. Yes, I agree with you on that one. Um, but you know, what we've seen from the concept drawings, it looks like it's gonna be a nice little seating area, and um, you know, time will tell how how the barbecue does. Um, if you don't like eating barbecue, uh, but you want to see something new, and you go to the United Kingdom, uh, they are putting in a Cherry Tree Lane area which is going to be a Mary Poppins expansion. Once again, no word on whether this is a ride, a meet and greet, uh, a walkthrough attraction. Could it's, it just be? It's Go like, hey, hey, we're building something. Yes. Do what? Right. 
Right. Um, you know, the, the pavilion has a little bit of area. I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to use the little courtyard that they have in the back where some of the musical acts have been. But uh, they're supposed to incorporate Mary Poppins in there. You know, so, like we said, yeah, like we said earlier, you know, it seems like every pavilion uh, is getting a character. Mary Poppins, of course, has been associated with uh, the United Kingdom, as has Alice, as has Winnie the Pooh. Uh, so they've got their fair share of characters uh, in, in Great Britain slash United Kingdom. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that I'm a little bit excited for, especially with Amelia moving into the age that this is appropriate is the uh, Phineas and Fer- Phineas and F- F- yeah, not yeah Phineas and Ferb Epcot attraction is going away, um, and they're now bringing it in a World Showcase Adventure starring Ducktales. So you'll be doing the kind of the the interactive scavenger hunt with Scrooge, Donald, Huey, Dewey, Louie, Launchpad, Webby. If they really want to get the nostalgia thing, they'll throw a little Gizmo Duck in there, um, you know. But it, it's supposed to be uh, opening. There's really no timeline, though, right? They just say 2020. Right. Yeah, once again, Disney being kings of the nebulous date. Uh, you know, it will be opening. We just, we're not, we're not really telling but, you. Yeah. And then, you know, one of the things I think we missed, Tone, is uh, for anyone traveling down there right now, if you go over to what was the Odyssey Pavilion near Test Track in between Test Track and Epco- or in Mexico, it, uh, there's usually about a, it's about a 15-minute, it's air-conditioned inside area, and there's a kind of a little like show that explains to you what's coming to Epcot. Mm-hmm. Some props. There's some photo opportunities. There is a little like snack pavilion, and they're actually adding to the menu. Um, yeah, they are because when when they close uh, the electric umbrella, they are putting in the test track burgers and fries over by test track, which itself is closing for a multi month refurbishment. Yes. And then they are putting in. They are calling it. Eats at the Epcot Experience, which is supposed to feature flatbreads, chicken nuggets, wraps, and salads. Okay. So, you know, like I said, if you are if you want to check a lot of this out and you're going to be going there, you know, go to the Preview Center, as they're calling it. It's Walt Disney Imagineering presents the Epcot Experience. Which looks official. very cool because they use a lot of the projection technologies that they've been using on the castle and, and some of the other buildings. I actually, uh, I videoed it so we could... Uh, we could we could throw that up in one day. You could post that link. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I think the the biggest change, uh, which is a multi year thing, uh, you know, we all saw the uh, end of illuminations in twenty nineteen and uh, that was replaced by Epcot Forever, which is itself a temporary show until uh, the new show, which is called Harmonious, debuts in the spring of twenty twenty. Is it um, harmonious or harmony-us? Well, the us is capitalized. <laughs> so I'm saying harmonious, but, you know, it's harmonious if you look at it. Uh, Whoever's it's making these names in Disney is drunk with power. Like you look <laughs> at Reflections, the Disney Vacation Club Resort. What? Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge. <laughs> yeah. You should voice that over. That's that's really good. Thank you. Yeah. Um so this is supposed to be the largest nighttime show ever created for a Disney park. Uh, it's going to be a mix of world of color and fireworks with floating set pieces, LED panels, dancing water fountains, pyrotechnics, lasers, spotlights, and more. Um, and this is supposed to talk about how the music of Disney inspires people all over the world. Um, we'll see. You know, their nighttime shows are usually good. 
but to replace Illuminations, which was there for 20 years, it, it's got to be really, really good. Yeah, I mean, you know my thoughts on Illuminations. Uh, so I'm looking forward to Harmony Us. Right. What's new. Exactly. And then, you know, if you're going to come to Disney, you're going to want to shop. So where are you headed? <laughs> Disney Springs, but before 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it gets crowded there. Um what do we have opening there? We have uh, they they opened up the NBA experience earlier this year, which I would never spend money on. No, um, um, they're opening oh, up. I was part of a record-setting high school basketball team. Were with, you? Yeah, with Webb. Were you? Did you did you manage the team or did you actually no, play? We were most consecutive losses, actually. Nice, yeah. nice. So well done. <laughs> um. Uh, the NBA experience, with, and they're also opening what, a, a draft house uh, along with that, like right in that area. Yes. Um, we've got the M&M store coming. That uh, was very excited about that. You know, I'm a big fan of M&M's. Yes, that's coming to yeah. the, the west side of Disney Springs. And then I think uh, a big one is finally Cirque du Soleil is coming back. I, I am a big fan of the Cirque shows. Uh, you yes. know, they travel around. I've seen a bunch of them. Uh, the original Cirque du Soleil La Nubla was, was kind of the, my introduction to the Cirque world, uh, and I, I'm very excited. It debuts March 20th, 2020, uh, allegedly, you know. Yes. Tickets are already on sale for it and stuff like that. Um, the only other – there's no – I don't want to say the new well, restaurant. Well, hold on. I, I, I just want to step back and, and talk about uh, Cirque for a second because the new show, Drawn to Life, is an actual partnership between uh, both Cirque and Imagineering. Okay. So the Imagineers have their hand in a show for the first time. Excellent. Um, and it because, you know, Drawn to Life uh, has a lot to do with Disney animation and a young artist and her father. And I'm sure that uh, by the end I will be crying. You can edit that out if you want later. <laughs> now I'll leave it in. Uh, yeah, the only other thing opening really in Disney Springs, we said the M&M World, is that Ample Hills, uh, the ice cream shop, which is on the boardwalk, is going to uh, – have a second location open up in Disney Yay. Springs. Yay! And we do have we do have the very the fresh. Um, I don't have it in my notes, but uh, replacing Bongos, uh, the Gloria Estevan restaurant, the Cuban restaurant, they're bringing in the the fresh restaurant that's going to serve salads and healthy food, healthy options. It's coming from the Chicago area. We'll skip that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah unless yeah. it's <laughs> unless you can put gravy on the salads, I'm not eating yeah. it. Um, and then we get over to the resorts. Uh, Disney opened two resorts this year. That would be the Grand Destino Tower at Coronado Springs and then the Riviera Resort, which is the newest DVC property uh, that opened in December. Uh, the Riviera Resort is a part of the Skyliner system, which is the new Disney gondolas, which opened what did you think of that? late last year. I loved it. I thought it was great. Very relaxing, huh? Very relaxing. Except when you're coming into the station and you are coming in hot and it's hot. like, I think it should have slowed down by now. And all of a sudden it slows down, but the car swings out like a pendulum. And the first time it happens, I got very nervous. Um, so it can be kind of unsettling. And then after that, I was fine. But it was a, it was a fun ride. Um, nice and cool in the cars. Nice little breeze. Uh, great views. Um I still don't like the fact that you see some backstage areas uh, yeah, and you go over some of those through Epcot. You know, yeah. In Epcot, you you're you know they they're I'm sure Imagineering actually had a little bit of work to do 
with the Skyliner system landing at Epcot because you're coming right behind Morocco and France and you're right. you're seeing pretty much whole backstage. Yeah. Yeah. So um I, I don't know. Maybe they put up some of that like netting that the military uses so that you can't see, you know, some camouflage netting or something over some of that area. I don't know. But still, uh, it was a great ride. Um, uh, we already mentioned the reflections of Disney Lakeside Lodge. Uh, that I, is, I find it so funny when you do that. Thank you. Uh, that is a nature-inspired resort that's being built on Bay Lake over where River Country is. Um, it butts up against the Fort Wilderness Campground, uh, and it's supposed to complement the natural surroundings of the area. It's going to be 900 rooms and Disney Vacation Club villas, um, and there's going to be uh, some A-frame buildings uh, as long as uh, along with some tree houses, and they will also have a Princess and the Frog themed restaurant there. So that uh, that should be exciting. Um, and then the big resort that is coming along, uh, the Disneyland let... Vacation Club. Oh, no. yes. No, That's what I'm waiting for. No. Uh, yeah, coming coming soon, right? And uh, we don't know again. We don't have a direct uh, passenger gate or passenger gate passenger or expected opening time, but it's Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Resort. It's under construction right behind Galaxy's Edge. It's supposed to further enhance the interactive experience of Star Wars fans. It's going to offer a two night itinerary where you will arrive to part at the same time. It's going to be like going on a cruise ship, basically. And throughout the journey, you are going to be basically immersed in Star Wars. Uh, there's rumors, you know, I should say there's rumors. Even the buses to take you over to Galaxy's Edge are going to appear to be like shuttles, where you're not going to see the outside world. You're just going to be shuttled to and from Batu. Uh, two dudes are definitely going to try to figure out a way to get invited to this. Um, and even if we don't get invited, we will be going probably without our wives, who will disown us for the entire length of that trip. They'll, they'll take a resort at the boardwalk or the beach club and hang out at the there. Right, while we get our Star Wars on. Um, so there is a lot coming to Disney this year. There's a lot coming next year. Uh, it's going to be a fun time ramping up to the 50th anniversary. Uh, I know that David is very much looking forward to the Star Cruiser Resort, yes. uh, which, which is going to be known as the Halcyon. Um, very much looking forward to additional information on this resort. You know, I'm heavily following the construction process. Um, so, you know, that's probably also my number one uh, resort wish. Um, and Galactic uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is is my other big one. Okay. And you have anything else you're looking forward to? Uh, not, like I said, I, you know, I'm looking forward to the Red Hatui ride mm -hmm. and again, the Star Cruiser too. Excellent. So uh, if you have anything you're looking forward to, feel free to leave it in the comments, get a little conversation going. And until next time, I'm Tony. I'm David. And, and we're, we're two dudes talking Disney. Still out of sync.